welcome back to Top Shelf, which is presented by the Game Sports Show podcast and powered by the Game Entertainment and Media. This episode is sponsored by Flawless Roofing and the sports displays. And on today's agenda, oh boy, do we have a lot to talk about. So much to talk about. Playoff hockey, boys, I don't know about you. There's nothing better in sports than playoff hockey. We are blessed to watch it, and it's it's so good this year. Uh, so, yeah, we got some, we, f- some first rounds are finished. Uh, we got some second round matchups to talk about. Uh, I'll introduce Dave here and Daner. So we got David McKang Jr., ladies and gentlemen, and Dane Hantrow. So let's get right to it. Let's. Where do we want to start here, boys? Where should we start up? I want one thing to start off with: Dane's beautiful mustache. I feel like it I want to start on that for on that right there. Uh, I thought maybe I'd be bringing some nostalgia or something cool, like the Game Sports Show jerseys that were back in 2019, as ugly as they are. I thought that'd be the coolest thing on here, but I have to take that away and say, no, Dane's mustache is by far the coolest thing on this podcast right now. Just, just you know, it's my inner Stu Skinner. You know, I'm doing, I'm doing it for a tender there. You know. So you, you do a playoff beard, which hasn't worked for me before. I figured I'd uh, I'd switch it up with mustache. In, in all honesty, I I mistakenly forgot to put the attachment on my clippers when I was shaving my beard in the morning. Oh, damn! I was half asleep, and I just went, and I was like, you know what? It's time to bring back the stash. So right for and the only the only thing I'll bring up too is I'm drinking out of, I'm drinking a beverage, of course, but it's out of Michael Doan's golf charity glass a glass that i have michael doan's uh, charity golf tournament is on june 3rd uh so i want to make sure that anyone in sault st marie i know anyone outside of sault st marie may not know what that is we understand that of course uh but michael doan is a former teammate of mine long time and he uh, passed away tragically uh, just over a handful of years ago in a car accident and we have a golf tournament every year uh, and celebration goes to the michael doan charity as well and uh it's a well tournament put in put together so if you're ready for golf like you are with the boston bruins and the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, you can sign up for the charity golf tournament for Michael Dome. But we know that the Leafs and Oilers don't have any golf upcoming, so we'll definitely get into get into that. Uh, but that's the only thing I want to make sure that I plugged was uh, get out for some golf and a good cause. Yeah, of course, that's a beautiful cause, and uh, thank you for mentioning that. So let's get a little bit of a rundown of the uh, first round, shall we? And then we'll get into the second round and what we think is going to happen here. The first round is not completely over yet. We do have a game seven that uh, will be going tonight at eight o'clock, I believe. So that is uh, what mother's it? May the first. That's my birth month. I should probably know that. Jesus. But uh, anyway, yeah. So we got the final game of, of of round one tonight, and I don't know about you boys, but I I have this one labeled as a triple overtime thriller. Like that's how I'm feeling here with this Rangers Devils game. I'm not going to disagree. I, I, I actually really like this series. And this is actually, unfortunately, between the Dallas Stars and the Minnesota Wild, the Devils and Rangers, it's kind of a series that I haven't watched as much uh, because of other series that were going on, Toronto, Tampa, uh, obviously Edmonton and L.A. And uh, the, there's a lot of good – like I didn't get the chance to see it, but I've seen the highlights – Boy, this series is awesome. Like the Rangers and Devils, like that is a series that did not disappoint at all. It's got the veterans on the Rangers, some younger guys, but most of the veteran guys, Tarasenko, Kane, and got Shesterkin. But then you look at the Devils, oh, they're exciting. They're, 
I hated the Devils as a kid. I hated a couple teams. Uh, it was Detroit and New Jersey. The reason why I disliked those teams because they always won. It wasn't because I disliked their fans or anything like that, any kind of rivalry, nothing like that. It's because they always won games. And New Jersey won in the worst, shittiest, boring way all the time in the early thousands, winning 2-1 because Broder made 75 saves in a game all the time. Then you had Detroit who won games just by being absolutely sick. So you you when I see the Devils right now, that young talent, the Hughes, right? It, it, Timo Meyer, those guys are they're good. But honestly, I'll say that I think the veteran side is really going to overcome tonight. I, I really feel like when it comes down to the playoffs, that I don't want to say that the Devils are where the Leafs were in 2016 with against Washington, but I feel like that's a good example. Uh, the way the Devils are playing, I think they're a little bit ahead of what the Maple Leafs were at that point. Uh, but I, I feel like this game is going to be a triple overtime. It's going to be like a 3-2 game. Then you have the Schmied guy who's come out of literally be a pro mode, it feels like, in NHL 23, and he's on he's on his own level. It's just Durkin, it's just Durkin. It's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. But you gotta you got to give the edge to the Rangers here. I think that would be even, um, despite being on the road, you got to give the edge to the Rangers. I think the reason that you give the – for me, the reason I give the edge to the Rangers, even though I did pick Jersey to win and I'm still picking Jersey to win – if I'm going to argue on my against myself here, it's it's because it's a one one and done game, and they have Shesterkin. That's that's for me what it comes down to. Yes, they have a lot of firepower. They have some great defenders, but when you have a goalie like that, that can change one game more than any other individual player from from just looking at each position. Uh, anyway, let's get to some other series that happened in the first round. So, um, how about Florida beating Boston? That is. You want to go there first? I love it. I love it. I'm down. I was so excited. I've never, you know what? I, and we're going to talk about the Leafs and Lightning and obviously the Kings and Oilers. But when the, when the boss was up 3 2 yesterday, I remember sitting on my couch and sitting there saying, oh no, it's going to be Leafs in Boston, right? Here we go. It's destiny. It's destiny. It has to be this way. And then when they tied it, I said, if they, if they do tie it in the minute, Florida is winning in overtime. That team that ties it in the final minute has all the momentum. They're winning in overtime. And Florida was it just Boston wasn't Boston against Florida. Dane, I probably took your spot, your, your, your spot there in that talk, but I'm just saying, man, it's, it's, I love it. I, I, I love it as a Leaf fan and as a hockey fan. Seeing a team that's that dominant lose to a team that's more of the Cinderella story. Gotta love it. Paul Maurice, friend of the show. He's been on the show. You know, he's uh, he's told my dad he wants to take his Harley down uh, the street when he wins the Stanley Cup. And that's when he was on Winnipeg. Uh, not on Florida. He didn't say that. Uh, but, you know, you have to give credit to Florida. And it was a good series. And full of, this whole first round was full of surprises. But obviously that takes uh, that takes the cake. Yeah, I think, like, I, I, I watched... The first two periods last night, obviously a little bit of lack of sleep from the uh, the Leafs Oilers the uh, the night prior to that. So uh, I had a pretty early night to bed last night. But yeah, it was a weird game. Uh, the first two periods I watched really didn't feel like a playoff atmosphere. Um, Boston really looked like they were playing not to lose and not to win. Um, they seemed nervous out there. And I, I'm honestly not shocked. We got to remember, Florida put up 122 points last year. Still a really good hockey team. Obviously, made some changes with coaching, made some changes with players. Sometimes it takes a little bit to get the recipe going, right? And you know what? They're clicking at the right time. Um, I think it's going to be a tough matchup uh, between Toronto and Florida. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm. I, I mean, it's hard to say that I'm not surprised that the the team that posted the the best regular season in NHL history lost in the first round, but. 
it's that president's trophy curse. And I, I, I think Boston had a lot more to lose than Florida did. And I think that's what it ended up coming down to. And yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I'm more shocked about the Kraken than I am about Florida for sure at the end of the day. Well, yeah, Boston for me, yeah, they did set a record, 65 wins this year, points record, all of that great stuff. But especially at a time like this, they had two, their two top two centermen, Krejci and, and Bergeron, were both not even close to 100%. Bergeron didn't even play it for a big part of the series. Not starting Allmark last night was probably a mistake. That <laughs> well, they did you see I, don't know how, I don't know how you don't put in your triple crown winner in that, for, and who's for, for sure for me, who is the winner. For me, it's what, how does Swayman not go in earlier? Because apparently, according to Kevin Weeks, who tweeted today, Linus Allmark had, a, had an injury that severely, severely messed up his movement. I don't know how true that is either, but did you guys watch game six? He literally could not stop a, a beach ball. Like, <laughs> like, that was, it was a men's league out there. It was men's league. It was brutal. It, it was Wild awful. third period. Wild third period. So I don't know. And, and I didn't watch a lot of Boston this year, mainly because I can't stand Jack Edwards. But to be completely honest, <laughs> seriously, he's awful. But I, yeah. I understood that they, they kind of played a rotation. like a not Maybe not 1A, 1B, but but something closer to that than a just true backup between Swayman and Allmark. So I think that was just, uh, that, that that was handled poorly. Uh, yeah, I mean, it really, like, opens up the uh, the race to the cup right now, right? Like, there's there's definitely a handful of teams that we thought would be playing in the second round. They ain't there. And, <laughs> I can and Toronto have the best cup odds to, to win, which is yeah. which is, which is insane. That meme that the sports show shared, if anyone follows against sports show on, on Instagram, uh, and also I know Dane, you shared out your story, we shared it out. Paul Rudd had a had a had a clip on uh, First We Feast, uh, the, the, the the very popular chicken wing eating YouTube show. And he said, Who thought we'd be here? Not me. <laughs> like yeah. the caption at the top it said Leafs and Oilers this morning, seeing that they're top cup favorites. Like who would have who would have thought? And you know, Dane and I, and you know, we've talked about this year. Imagine Leafs and Oilers. One day, Leafs and Oilers. One day, just one day. And this might be that day. You know, this might be that year. And it's not oh stupid God. to say. It's really not crazy. It's not. It's not ludicrous. Yeah, you got the Rangers and Canes on the east side. I shouldn't take out the Devils. Obviously, they haven't been eliminated at this time while we're talking. Then uh, on the West, though, I just think. It's a bit more obvious in the West. I don't know why. I really, I really think whoever wins that series between Vegas and Edmonton is going to the Cup Finals. That that that's uh, final. Don't, don't don't count out Jake Ottinger, man. Ah, uh, fuck it. You I, guys, I, I, I was top three goalie in the league. Yeah, He's I guess. But Vasilevsky's top goalie in the league. Yeah. Vasilevsky, we, we have found holes in him, and McDavid finds holes in oh, everything. Oh well, yeah, like okay. Team that's been to the Cup Final three years in a row. Maybe Tampa's tired. I guess, yeah. They, they were, <laughs> I saw guys smiling after Toronto, like, beat them. Like, they're like, all right, like, I can actually have a summer, yeah. hang out, golf a little bit, have a couple bevies. I don't think, I like, I don't even think Tampa's that mad. They're out. No. I think they, yeah. I, like, I, I think know, they, they didn't care about how much respect they got in the handshake line. <laughs> they, 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 when you look at, when you look at the, the, the way that's, the teams are playing now. Anything can happen. That's what the, makes the beauty of the playoffs. Seattle beating. I know we're going to talk about the, the matchups there, Avery. So I don't mean to take the credit, the, the the spotlight away, but it's the upsets. And the, I don't know if if you're if you're if you're a Florida fan, if you're a Seattle fan, you're riding a high right now. And the, you know what? I've been saying this to people. So you must be excited they're playing Florida. And 
No. I, I, the second round, they got there for a reason. Florida is in the second round for a reason. It does. They beat Boston. How many times has Toronto beat Boston in the first round? The, the none since I've been alive. I know before in the back in the 1950s they did, okay, in the 60s, but that isn't then. Florida is there for a reason. Edmonton Vegas there for a reason. Seattle there for a reason. All those teams made it there because they won their series for a reason. And out of all the teams that I think was uh, maybe the easiest out of all the series, I really feel like Dallas, maybe? I, I, I Maybe? I don't, oh, know. I don't know. Vegas walked. Yeah, Vegas, Winnipeg, yeah. Like, I guess. Winnipeg just like, can't handle any adversity. Like That team are like world beaters. They go from like beating the best teams in the league and then get down a couple goals against a bad team and they can't claw back half the time. It just... No. Rick Bonus, I mean, he's back. Maybe he shouldn't have said what he said, but at the same time, like I kind of agree with what he said. Like they, they're, they just they they're not a resilient hockey team, right? When things aren't going well, they 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 folded. And I I I mean, I think I don't know if you did, Dave, but I I, I picked Winnipeg to win that series. We both did. I thought that they well. truly did have a chance, and and they looked awful. We were actually, if you look at the previous, okay, we did our edition on the Game Sports Show podcast. We haven't done a top shelf show in a little bit, but we combined top shelf and the Game Sports Show podcast last week or week prior when the series just started. We were actually over, I believe if I got my math right, over 75% in our predictions, which is pretty good. Uh, I did say Leafs over Lightning in six. Just saying, not going to write that. That was, uh, I think you did too, Avery, if I remember correctly. One of you or Catano did. No, I, honestly, I think it was episode 92. I picked game for game what happened. Oh, okay. look at that. See, oh, if you need to make them. money, we're your guys. We're your guys, okay? And I don't gamble, actually. That's the sad thing. I feel like I should. Um, but I <laughs> <laughs> have a problem. We would be selling all of our assets. Uh, but you you have the 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 overall aspect. We're talking about the, the, uh, the Florida Panthers in Boston. We were talking about um, Vegas and Winnipeg. Got to say that Vegas – in Edmonton, those are the two teams in the West, and you can't count out Carolina, New Jersey, the Devils, Toronto. The East is so fucking stacked. But, you know, the, the Edmonton Oilers are hot. They got someone named Connor McDavid. All right, that guy is can just decide the outcome of a game. Never mind Leon Dreisaitl. Never mind Leon. He's a, Leon's, we know Leon, all right? But I feel like just McDavid. He's been the best guy in the playoffs. McDavid's the guy for me that – he can literally just take over any game himself and help you win a game. Not saying Drysdale can't. 100% not saying that. He is the second best playoff performer of all time. <laughs> and that's wild. If he goes so, because it's, it's, you can't count him up. But, you know, it'd be a good story if it was Toronto, Edmonton, the Cup Finals, and Jack Campbell had to jump in the old crease and it was Stuart Skinner had to go down. I thought he was going to get the net after <laughs> uh, Stu got pulled there. But, yeah, what a story that would be if Jack led us to the promised land. <laughs> No, no, no. Sorry, Avery, I'll let you go back. I know we have to get back on track. (laughs) Yeah, no, we're all good. We're all good. So we kind of touched a little bit on the Avalanche Kraken series there. Is there anything else anybody wanted to add about that? That was another Dragon Slayer, right? Like we got got the Stanley Cup final being – or Stanley Cup champion from last year, excuse me, being beaten by a second-year expansion team. So Philip Grubauer, that's all I got to say. You don't pay me my money? That's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah, Holden, Bjorkstrand, and Gord. Those yeah, are the teams that I'll use. The Kraken have a very similar team to the Knights when they did go to the Cup final. Like they got four like second lines, right? Like they don't have a first line. They don't have like that right? superstar top tier talent. But like up and down the lineup, 
every line can score, every line can, you know, produce. And yeah. they got good, they got good goaltending. Like let's I mean, not take away the Avalanche injuries. Really too. well in that series. The Avalanche battle injury. I know it's a bad excuse, but the, the depth of the Avalanche was tested, and it's not good. You know they they don't no, have a strong. Yeah, exactly. So that 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 affected it too. But I'm not want to take it away from Seattle because you still beat a very good team. It's just that I think when you go into the next round against Dallas, I don't know if Dallas is healthy. They're 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 pretty even. They're they're but to, exactly. But last year we we're talking about how Ron Francis, Suboy, mad. Suboys are just all over the second round. Francis, Maurice, uh, Dubis, the X Towns, all the guys are there. But how much I was chirping Francis about the team he picked in Seattle, right? Like I, all the guys he could have had, would have had, and it just did it right. You know, last year was a whatever. You had Beniers, you make your some of your high picks, and now you know you're in the playoffs. You had a surprising year. And you're now going to the second round. You beat the defending champs. That's that's that that can't be taken lightly. But they're in tough against a very healthy and very strong net-minded team in Dallas. Yeah, definitely. And uh, just one thing to add to that, Seattle. Uh, shout out to Ty Karche scoring his first former career goal in a very very big one. So yeah. I actually went to a couple of home games at the end of the year. Good hockey player. He was stood out. I mean. Yeah. It's not hard to stand out on the hounds this year, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah, they're they're they were not good. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. Let's go. Let's move on to another series. So, did we yeah. want to get right into? Let, let's do the one more in the in the West there. So, I didn't get to watch it very much, mainly because of the other series that were on. Just like you said, Dave. But Minnesota, Dallas. We, we've established Ottinger was a big part of that series. Yeah. Um, anything? Any anything else? Anybody has to add? Well, uh, the Minnesota Wild have now lost uh, seven uh, first rounds in a row now, so they are uh, now the new <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, other than that, yeah, I know they. I know they were switching back and forth between Flurry and um, oh god, what's his name, Gustafson. There, yeah, didn't work out. Um, and I just think Dallas overall is a better team. They're 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 deeper in nets. They're deeper offensively. Um, I would even argue to say that they're deeper on the back end. So I just think Colin Miller, Sue Boy, Sue Boys are in one here in this playoffs. Okay, the Sue Boys, it. the Sue talent is being fucking displayed from the GM, the president, the fucking coach, and the player. We got all levels there. Okay, a lot we're of opportunity. Yeah, everything. Everything. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Okay. Um, what did we think of that Carolina Islanders series? I, I I picked the Islanders. I'm not going to lie. I thought Carolina losing a couple big players there in, in Svechnikov and Pacioretty was really going to take and away Tara from Vinen. what they could do. Yeah, and Tara Vinen. Yeah, they lost him halfway through the series from a slash that didn't go called, but whatever. Referee's uh, been fucking brutal. Oh, my, 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 my pick was Edmonton, Carolina, rematch, get our revenge. Nope. Fuck you, Andrew Lad. <laughs> um, but yeah, we get him on the pod. We're bang on the squad right now, and I mean, New Jersey, New York, going in that series. If they can keep it going, I mean, awesome. But yeah, I, 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 I they're so well coached that they and they play such good team hockey that I think they can overcome the lack of you know three of their better players not being in the lineup right now. Yep. Obviously, you're going to need contributions from you know guys deeper in the lineup, but that's kind of their game, right? Like they don't they don't have to you know depend on you know their top line to to get all their goals, and they're good defensively. They got good goaltending. 
So, yeah, um, I, 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 the Islanders, I, I, I thought it would be a close series. It was a close series, obviously, in overtime in Game 6. I feel bad for Ilya Sorokin. It was just a random shot from, you know, the, the goal line, basically, from the corner. The guy played so good all series, and it, it kind of, you know, breaks my heart a little bit to see that kind of that, – that, that – uh, that series to finish the way that it did. But um, other than that, yeah, I watched a, a couple periods of it. It was, it was good. It was a good series. Rob Brindamore yeah. is like secretly my favorite coach in the NHL. Like I, I don't want to, the guy is literally. Yeah. Just you go, you probably play right now. Oh, seriously. Yeah. He's a monster. Yeah, 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 absolutely. All right. Let's start getting into some, did we cover every other series now? Do we just have the two series to talk about and, and some some second round predictions? We mentioned Vegas already, yeah. So we mentioned oh, we're all the talking about Toronto and Edmonton, but we don't need to do. Oh, that. that's right, Toronto Edmonton. Well, we're going to talk about Toronto Edmonton in the second round here a little bit. Yeah. So I'll, how about I'll jump in and just do a quick little love to them then. So Toronto defeats Tampa in six. Toronto's up three one. A series they lose. Can't okay, never mind. I'm not going to go that deep, but they win in overtime in Game Six in Tampa. Slaying the demons, and it was fucking gorgeous. Okay, and Samsonov, I'll like uh, love the man. Okay, I know when they signed him this year, that was the guy, and he had to rebound his career, and he did. He was in the right situation to be proved that he can step up. Getting out of Hall out of the fucking lineup was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. He is. I'm, I'm in one of the Game Sports Show podcasts. I'm going to make a little shout out about the worst defensive t- uh, players in Toronto Maple Leafs history. Hall's on that list. Uh, Hall is literal dog shit, and I, I don't mean to say that on a sports podcast. I do mean it. Uh, but it, it, honestly, he he him coming out of the lineup was such an asset. Like it allowed the Leafs to you know get Gustafson in the lineup and to really help their breakouts. It helped, and I know Parr mentioned that, so I'll take give Parr credit for that analysis. Uh, but it's just a better flow overall. And Toronto, were they the better team in every game? Absolutely not. But you know what? That doesn't matter. What matters is score at the end, and good teams find ways to win. Doesn't matter if you outshot. Doesn't matter if you're out shooting them, out hit. Doesn't matter. The one that matters is the final red light that goes on at the end of that final buzzer, and the Leafs were the ones that had the most out of the six games. End of story. Edmonton, I really feel like Edmonton uh, – <laughs> Dane, you're going to chime in. I think I'll let you maybe chime in on Edmonton a little bit here, but I think it was that ad- as advertised a little bit. A little bit of animosity, a little bit of controversy, a little bit of shit. Why that happened? Stuart Skinner giving the puck away there in the last game. right? There's some of those mishaps and mistakes, but it's like Toronto. They have to win in a dramatic way, in a dramatic fashion. It doesn't matter if it's the sixth game, seventh game. But the big boy stepped out, stepped up, just like the Leafs core stepped up, like the McDavid, Drysital, uh, Buke, Nick Bukestad is honestly probably the unsung hero of that team. You know, honestly, like him moving up the second line there with Hyman and Nuge. Uh, it's it, and Stuart Skinner. I, as long as he can kind of keep the puck out of the net, the Oilers are a force, man. Dan, I'll let you final thought that you're the Oilers fan here, but I seeing the games and watching them. They're a scary yeah, I, team. I, I feel like we were the better team for the majority mm-hmm. of the series. Yeah. Um, I think we had a couple bad breaks. Obviously, lost two games in overtime um, on power play goals. Um, the one I don't know what fucking drinks or drugs that <laughs> Toronto was doing when they were looking at that review because it clearly touched the puck. I don't oh, know. the high stick! Holy fuck! Yeah, I don't know. It, like, it doesn't matter anymore, but like physics would tell you that the way the puck moved, it obviously hit something, but 
whatever. I digress. It's uh, the better team won the series. I knew it'd be a, a tough series. Um, it obviously went to seven games last year. I think LA is honestly a bit of an underrated team. Um, I think you take Adrian Kempe out of that series, we might sweep them. The guy was, every time he touched the puck, my heart would start racing. Um, very underrated player. I mean, I don't know how many people even realize that he scored 40 goals this year. Um, but yeah, I would look, uh, I would look, LA is going to be right back in the mix. They got a good mix of uh, youth and, and experience on their team. And yep. I, I could see us playing them again next year if we, can't finally win a division for the first time in 150 years. So, um, yeah, I, McDavid, uh, I, I expect him to kind of get up to another level um, in this next series. Leon Dreisaitl has been unbelievable. We've been getting depth scoring. Clint Costin's had three goals in the series. He had a really big game in game six. Um, as you mentioned, Nick Bukestad's been absolutely unbelievable for us. And the defense is playing well enough to, uh, to 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 bring us where we need to go. So um, that's all I got to say about it. And Stu Skinner's stick did break when he made that pass. So. He did. Avery, I can't before, put it all on him. Before I let you have the final, because like, I've never really even given you – the host has still to give his their opinion, you know, and I kind of feel like it's nice not being the host of a show. I'm really like really enjoying it. I don't, I'm not going to lie. It's it's fun because you have you guys are so great at hosting, uh, but enough me brown knows in. Uh, <laughs> I I really think that um, the hot take that I'm going to take, the hot take that I'm going to take, that sounded really weird to say, but the LA Kings, I'm going to say something. I'm going to talk about more in the offseason. Connor Hellebuck will be a Los Angeles King next season. That's all I'm going to say. That's my prediction. I think that's what's going to happen because not only does he want out, I just I, I won't share anything else. There is – Actually, a little bit of insider rumor on that. I'm not going to throw the guy's name on that, but there's an interest from Connor Hallebuck to go to L.A. Now, I don't know if it's from Connor. I don't know if it's from his agent, but I'm just going to throw that out there and start that rumor because it actually is a true rumor. I'm not going to throw the person's name out who told me that because I would lose that connection. Uh, but that's my hot take uh, for next year. As you say, L.A. is going to improve. That's where they're going to improve as a net There'll be a salary dump going the other way to Winnipeg because guess what, Winnipeg? I'm sorry to tell you, unless you're going to go for it all next year, which you're not, you're going to start building your team from within through the draft because, unfortunately, you can't get players to go there. So you're going to have to rebuild, retool, and you should start doing it now because the next couple drafts are pretty good. Matt Capellini, you've got uh, Calabrini. Sorry, I said Capellini like I'm Italian, you can tell. Uh, Michael Miza, those guys coming up. If Winnipeg's looking to rebuild, it is now. Shifley, the Wheelers, the Hellebucks. Time to see you later. That's my hot take that I'm going to throw out before we start talking second round. Well, I don't think that's too hot of a take at all. I, I like that. And who wouldn't want to play in Los Angeles? It's in California. It's a beautiful city. Come on. That's play it, uh, what's it called now? Crypto.com Arena every night. That's oh, yeah. That's the dream. Are you serious? <laughs> but, yeah, no, and I, I think you're right. That's a good spot for them. I think it was crazy this year when they when they really cut ties with Jonathan Quick just like, like that. It, it kind of set – set something like that up is, is a move for a guy with that, with that team. Like you said, they got a, like Dane, you said a great, they have a great mix of young players mixed with veteran experience. Like Anze Kopitar is a monster still. Drew Doughty is a monster still. And then they got the young guys like Kempe. Uh, who's the young guy there? Uh, Byfield's a great player. They, they have so many great hockey players there. Yeah, so I, I really think that's a great, great landing spot for him. Sorry. I'm just saying, Byfield's really coming to his own. I was really impressed by uh, how he played in this series. So he could um, be. I, I would look for him to become a, a pretty 
good player. Like his being a second overall pick, he's going to turn out to be a, a good second overall pick. Yeah. Arguably, maybe the best out of that draft. Yeah, Kopitar like, two point That's what yeah. I think. Yeah, well, to be. he's he's so tall that kid. He's a he's a monster too. Him and Cole, like mon- maybe a little bit different body types, but they're both just huge guys, right? And I think yeah. that's that's huge down the middle for for a team like that, especially competing in the playoffs. Yep. Uh, anyway, let's get to some second round action that we uh, what we have decided anyway, we'll talk about. So obviously it's Leafs and Panthers. We've talked about it a little bit already. Maybe we'll leave that one for last because I'm sure we have a lot to talk about there. So maybe we'll start back in the West. We'll go Seattle and Dallas first. You know, I'll make my point quick, Seattle, Dallas. I'll just make more of a prediction and a hot take and go through this because we can save the time for Oilers and um, Vegas and Toronto, Tampa. I think that's a good idea because I know imagine I would imagine we have a lot more to take on that. Seattle, Dallas, Seattle, love the run. Ronnie franchise, you know, I I will I I I hope you would be able to go past this round. It's not gonna happen. You've already surprised enough. I really feel that Dallas is gonna win this in six. It's gonna I'm gonna give you a little bit more credit. Uh but I think it's going to be a series that's going to come down to that extra goaltending. The back end is a little bit, I feel, more aligned in Dallas. Um, and I just feel like they're still a step ahead than what Seattle is. But it's a great experience for them getting the second round. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I mean, they did beat Colorado. And to say Colorado is not just as good as Dallas, is it would just not be true. So there's a chance. Yep. Little chance, but there is a chance. And I just think the X factor in the series is Jake Ottinger. Um, I superior goalie to anything that Colorado had going for them. So um, he's a guy that can steal series. I think um, all things are going well for, for Dallas right now, up and down the lineup. Rupe Hintz has been absolutely unbelievable for Dallas's playoff. Tyler Sagan's having a little bit of a resurgence. Miro Heiskanen maybe the most underrated defenseman in the NHL. I like Dallas. I really do like Dallas. And, uh, yeah, I'll go uh, Dallas in six. Okay, so my prediction is is the dog. I'm going to take I'm gonna take Seattle in six. And the reason is I just think they had a tougher first round. I think they're playing at a higher level than, than Dallas needed to in that first round. Uh, and, you know, sometimes when that happens, an example would be the Oilers back in 06, Dane. When you get when you get those teams that just kind of sneak in, they and then they they slay a dragon like the Oilers slayed the Red Wings back then. Oh, and, I love it. And, and, and like I think Seattle slayed um, Colorado Stanley Cup champion. But they just they can carry that all the way through. And uh, I'm not sure if they'll go all the way, but that's that's my reasoning for taking Seattle. And I think Rube Bowers have it gonna have a hell of a series. So I like that. And, and like maybe out duel Ottinger even. We'll see. But. Like that. Okay. Okay. I like. I, I'll. I'm not going to disagree with any of those points. Usually, I like to want to throw a little question there. I'm not going to do that. That's a good point. Like it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. More brown nosing. This is me brown nosing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the others. Okay. So we'll go to the other series in the East. Um. Or actually, I guess we don't. What do we have? So yeah, we Carolina, only have. We don't know. Well, we can just say. We did. I did think that the Rangers are going to beat the the Devils. So I would say that I think it's going to be Rangers Canes. I'm going to say I wouldn't have said this before, but I'm going to say now Rangers over the Canes in seven. I'll keep it. Not that we know this, so I'm just going to throw a prediction out there that I think that's what's going to happen. Now that's going to be a little outdated in the next twelve hours, but that's my prediction. 
Okay, I'm, I'm going with the Canes. I'm, I'm going to stay true with my uh, with my Stanley Cup pick, despite all the unfortunate injuries that they've had recently. Like just bad timing. You got those three guys in the lineup. Mm-hmm. That is a powerhouse team. Powerhouse yeah. team. Yep. So yeah. we'll yeah. see if they can overcome that. I mean, it, whoever they play, it's it's going to be. I, I, Whoever they play, I foresee that going uh, seven seven games. Fair enough. So I picked a Leafs-Devils conference final, and I'm going to stick to that. I'm taking the Devils to win tonight, and I'm going to take the Devils to beat the Hurricanes. And I think the injuries are just going to catch up to the, to the Hurricanes, and I also think yeah. the goaltending situation is going to catch up to them. That concerns me for Carolina. Freddie. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't like it, man. Uh, we've I'm, been there. We've I've seen that it. in action. We've seen that I've in action. I've seen that movie. I've seen it all before a couple times, man. It's not a great movie. No, it's not. Um, it's, so, I, would, yeah. I was trying to think of a movie that I could have referenced with yours that they keep making. Fast and the Furious. You know, just eventually you got to stop. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. It doesn't yeah. work out anymore. I don't know if that <laughs> yeah. franchise is ever actually going to stop. It's like fast 30. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, man. Fair enough. Okay, let's move on to Oilers Vegas. Because I I, I think for I'll start here on this one. For me, it's the Oilers. Uh, Oilers in seven. And Ooh. I think... I, I think it's going to go seven. I do. I think these are two really, really good hockey teams. I think, believe it or not, the Oilers have a goaltending advantage, and yep. that's going to serve them well. Sure do. Um, and they have the best player in the world, and quite possibly, depending on who you ask, the second best player in the world. And that is, if you ask me, it's 3-2, Dave. But uh Whoa. I, I, I would say the way Leon Dreisaitl's played this season, <laughs> in, in, in particular the second half of the season and into the playoffs, right now, he's arguably the best player in the world. Like you said, who you ask. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. One, Yeah, so there you go. But yeah, and I think that's just always going to be a deciding factor. Like you mentioned earlier, Dave, Connor McDavid can take over a game just like that just because he wants to, right, at any time. He's that good. He's that elevated above everybody else, and I can't not pick him. And that's why I'm taking them in seven. I just I don't trust the defense, and that's why I think it goes to seven. But other than that, Oilers all the way. You know, I was going to make a joke and say it's because Cody Cece's back there. That that's one of the reasons why I'm saying seven. But that's not a running joke anymore because he's actually done pretty good in Edmonton. They never did. Steady Eddie. Steady Eddie. So it doesn't make sense to me. You know, but I, I really think, and I'm not going to say seven. I'm going to say six in Oilers. Here's Oilers and six because of the goaltending. I really feel like that's going to cost Vegas a little bit when it comes to those big guys on Edmonton. And let me tell you, if Vegas gets into penalty trouble, they are fucked. <laughs> like they're, they're they're so fucked. Like they're they're you got no chance. You got no chance, man. Number one because who's on the ice, but number two your goalie ain't gonna keep up. You got McDavid on the other side, Drysaddle here. You got Hyman farting in your face from the net. Doesn't matter. You got I forget who's on the point. Bush is on the point. The guy's got a rocket from there. We're seeing the guy that we saw in London. Um, when we saw him here with the Sioux Greyhounds, the guy logged 40 minutes of ice time a night on the London Knights. And that's the kind of Bouchard that we're seeing on the Oilers right now. It's something they've been waiting to see. Because when he first came in the league, it wasn't like that. It took him time to develop, right? He, I don't think if he was trying to find himself more of a offensive defenseman a bit, he still is. But I think he's really learned that defensive side of the game better, uh, Bouchard. Um, but I'm... 
I really think that Vegas is – I think they're stronger than Edmonton in some degree, but not really because look at the bottom guys. You got DeHarnay. You got – Clem Costin's just, just a funny dude in general. Um, I'm forgetting a guy. Why am I forgetting a guy? Warren Fogle. Uh, like Dane said, he's one of the – Uh Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, can't forget about Evander Kane. They got it just as hard nosed as a team, right? So I, I think that they do it um, in Edmonton, Game Six, regulation time. I'm going to go that literal, and I think the guy in the series that leads Edmonton is not even McDavid, not even Drysital, not not Kane. The guy I'm going to go with is Nuge. I really have a feeling for Nuge this series. I think he's getting that extra taste, and uh, he's going to. That second line is going to be the deciding factor. I know they say the third lines, fourth lines, and bottom pairing and goaltending win you championships, but I have a feeling for Nuge this series. So I'll just add that in there too. And Dane, you can add your Euler expertise on top of mine and Avery's predictions. Yeah, I'm going to start with saying this is going to be easily well not wouldn't say easily but it's going to be the most exciting series these teams get up and down the ice quick um i've watched all the regular season games that they've played against each other the last two years and typically they're high scoring games so i know the edmonton's been trying to you know do their defensive thing but sometimes you just have to go with the flow of the game and i think some of these games are going to be high scoring games um at the end of the day um, even though that we've had Vegas's number in the regular season, I don't think that really transitions well to the playoffs. Uh, I think it's, it, I just feel it this year, boys. I just, I, something's different. Something's different. This is the first year that I'm not pessimistic about the Oilers. I'm optimistic about the Oilers. Um, obviously, Stu has to, he's been good. He's been steady. He's just let in a couple soft goals that I'd like to see him kind of clean that up a little bit. Um, Vegas has the 19th ranked power or penalty kill. Don't take penalties. <laughs> um, I think we were running at like almost over 50% against LA in that series on the on the power play. So, um, and, and the thing is, it's like like all everybody's like, oh, it's playoff hockey. There won't be that many penalties. Well, when you have guys that can skate and move the puck like Edmonton. You're going to take holding penalties no matter what you do. You're going to take tripping penalties because Connor McDavid's 20 feet in front of you and then he's 20 feet behind you in, 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 in for two seconds. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled that this is the matchup. I'm excited to watch it. Um, I obviously think Edmonton's going to win this. Um, I, I, I am debating, is this going to be a six-game series, seven-game series? Um, I don't think home ice matters that much, um, as we've already seen in the playoffs, that I would argue to say that the road record is either just below the home record or if not even better than the uh, the home record or home record right now. So, um, yeah, I think uh, Connor's going to do his thing. I think Dreisaitl's going to do his thing. I think they're going to get some good secondary scoring up and down the lineup, whether it's Clem Costin, Bukestad, Kaner, Hyman, Nuge. We got we, we, we got the pieces to make a run this year. Um, Evan Bouchard has set the record for the most power play points in the series by, by an NHL defenseman. Um, he's been unbelievable since he's been paired up with Matias Ackholm, who That's who he's with. Arguably might be the most underrated defenseman in the league, other than Miro Hiskinen, because he plays in Dallas and doesn't get enough love. But Ackholm's kind of changed the identity of our defense. Um, he's taken a lot of pressure off of Nurse. He's been able to play more minutes. That Nurse can play a little bit less more minutes. Um, yeah, I just – I love my team right now. I just – it gives me goosebumps. Oilers in six.
Oilers in six. We're winning at home. He agreed. He agreed. I like it. I like it. I, I can't argue with anything that you just said, and I completely – I don't know how I let it escape me, but I completely forgot about Matias Eckholm. Oh, I will. <laughs> One good storyline is uh, Jack Eichel versus Connor McDavid, 2015. Draft. Oh, please, please. Eichel, I remember when he got drafted, he thought he was just as – listen. <laughs> like there's not, there's not a universe that I'm choosing Eichel over McDavid. Honestly, oh I'm choosing God. a lot of more players ahead of Eichel. I can sit here for 20 minutes probably naming players I would choose over Eichel. Seriously, okay, Seriously. I, I'd take three on the Leafs over Eichel. Honestly, yep, yep, me too. I know who uh, you're saying. Hey, uh, you say Matthews, Marner, Tavares over Eichel. No, I'm not. I'm leaving Tavares out. I'm throwing Nylander in there. Oh, yep, can't forget about Willie Styles. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Willie Styles. All right, let's let's move on to uh, to some some Leafs Panthers. Um, I'll let you start here, Dave. Oh, I like that. you know what? No, if I could, I know you're the host. I'll let Dane go, and then I'll go after Dane if you want. That's good with you. Absolutely I want you as I, I thought I'd let Dane go first because he's. I don't want him to lose his thought. I feel like I have a lot to say. So fair well, enough. I'm going to start with. I'm very excited for tomorrow night. Second round starts. Got a couple games on the card. First game, Toronto, Florida. First time in the second round since 2004, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> 19 years ago. I'm. Uh, I, I think this is going to be a close series, boys. I, I don't. I don't think this is going to be a walk in the park. I don't want Toronto to get complacent because they're not playing Boston. Florida's a good fucking hockey team, and they were a good hockey team last year, and they're arguably. A better hockey team last year. If you, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think it, it's even an argument that Matthew Kachuk is a much more productive and better all-around player than Jonathan Huberdeau was. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're short Mackenzie Weger, but the only reason they got rid of Weger is because Brandon Montour has just turned into a top fifteen, top twenty <laughs> defenseman in the league. And yeah, he got the game tying goal or the the winner, the game tying goal last <laughs> night. Game tire, and he had one earlier yeah, too. I think game tying goal, so. Um, Bobrovsky back on the case. He's taken down the two best uh, single season record uh, first place finishers of all time. Uh, obviously, when his time with uh, the, the Blue Jackets. Um, yeah, I, I think this one's going the distance, boys. I think it's going to be seven. Mm-hmm. They're going to win in Toronto. <laughs> Toronto's going to have another party downtown. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. There's going to be beer cans everywhere. Big cleanup the next day. But yeah, I, I just... The Leafs can't lose this series. You can't win this first round and not at least go to the conference finals. They they, they got to get to it. Um, I think the home ice advantage in this series in particular is going to play a little bit of a factor and only because Florida doesn't really give a shit about hockey. Um, and I don't know if you guys heard that uh, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to buy tickets for the first 24 hours if you're not a citizen of Florida. So That's so funny. There's, there's, there's not going to be a, that much of a sea of blue as uh, you guys might hope. But, yeah, I uh, I, I think uh, they're going to split the first two games. I think they're going to split the two second games, and it's, it's going to be back and forth the whole series. Um, yeah, I, I, I got least in seven, boys. I got faith for you guys. I do. I do. I believe. I believe. You know what? Honestly, and I'll say, firstly, it goes back to the first days. Matthew Nye is going to the lineup. That kid's a factor. Kid's a stud. I'm so happy that they never traded him for any other superstar they thought was in the NHL. It was a not. It would have been such a Toronto thing to do, and they didn't do it. 
And what a stud the kid is. The kid's been on the ice for all impeccable moments in the game. I, I can't remember the list, but I know he was on the ice for uh, um, Riley's overtime goal. He was on for Tavares's the other one. Then there's a third one. I think he was on for the tie. He's one. got. He's got four. He 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 made the pass to Tavares for the for the series winner, and he yeah. was on for the O'Reilly tire in game three. That's right. That's right. So he's been this this kid's a stud, and like honestly, he balances out that top six and allows Michael Bunting to go down a few shades uh, and play on that third line. I really think Bunting with O'Reilly and Achari is an absolute sexy third line. That's what needs to stay together. Uh, Nye's playing with Matthews Marner. That's even more sexy. Okay, there's a whole bunch of sexy going on here. Uh, but I would truly just because how good Yarn Cook plays with Matthews, I kind of. Wouldn't mind seeing that instead of Yarncook with Tavares. It doesn't really work out too well. Um, as much as Nye is a stud, I think Nye should play with his uh, – I'll call him his daddy uh, because he's his roommate as John Tavares. Uh, but it's – it's. I bring up Nye's here because I think he's going to play a huge factor in this series. If he can come on and be what he does, he can be that difference maker, draw the attention off of Matthews Marner. Uh, and Morgan Riley – Momo, Momo, Riley, as Joe Bowen would say, friend of the show, also legendary Joe Bowen. Morgan's been there for all this bullshit since Boston 2013. These guys have been through the shit. They haven't been past the first round, and they did it. And the story that I was going to share that I said at the beginning, I was at Dane's place for the Saturday game, uh, and when they, when they went into overtime and I saw Tavares score, I'm reliving it in my head. I ran down Darcy Botterill. That's I mentioned his name on air. Sorry, Darcy, if you didn't want your name mentioned, but it's his house or Dane's at. Celebrated down the hallway, screamed like I've never screamed before, and Dane and I hugged like we've never hugged before. And we went down the ground as much as intimate as that sounds. My fiance was there. We're all hugging, and Darcy's dog's involved. Everyone's just all all happy, and that was all of Toronto. That was all of the Leaf fans in Canada and the world. Finally, that monkey off the back, that good feeling that we've been waiting to feel. And people have asked, is that your favorite sports moment? To be honest, it isn't. Um, the Raptors winning are pretty cool, and Bautista's bat flip was pretty cool also. But I would put the Leafs winning is still above Bautista's bat flip. Uh, but the Raptors winning the NBA championship is probably one of the best, my favorite, one of my favorite sports moments. Along with it wasn't a nicer goal, you know? Exactly. Matthews just toe drag release, bar down, <laughs> yeah, he's going yeah. to the second round. And, and to he, that point, Math, or Austin Matthews going to score six goals in this series. He's gonna be He's fire, gonna, and it's just like Crosby. Fire in the playoffs. It's just like Crosby getting the golden goal, right? Or just like Salt Lake when Canada won no two. There's a lot of good goals you can think of, but this was something up there for Lee fans that will never be forgotten. And I know we wanted Boston for destiny, uh, but the cookies like are lined up this way now. It's just the way it is. You can't. Uh, as a Toronto team, I'm really hopeful they don't go in and underestimate Tam- uh, Tampa. Nope. Uh, underestimate Florida because I think that's what Boston did a tad. And they can't let the foot off the gas. You got to get the puck to net. You got to play and don't stop because it doesn't stop with the first round. It's because we're celebrated like we won the Stanley Cup in the first round, which it really, really felt like that's not the case. Okay. Going into Florida, you can't take them lightly. Kachuk, Verhage, the Gudo, the Rakko Gudises, the Aranak Blads, they have a fucking good hockey team there in Florida. And they're coached by someone who's from the Sioux, who you can't discount Sioux guys, obviously, okay? So the guy's been around the block, Paul. He's been there. He's made it to the land before. It, it's This is a team that you can't take lightly. They can't go into that first game and just... I don't think they will have that pressure, though, anymore. I feel like they had that cloud in the first round, right, that nervousness. I think winning is just going to show you now a newer Leaf team. It's going to be like, 
It's going to be like the pressure's off. Despite people, oh, it's a second round. Yeah, you still need to win to move on, but there's going to be a different feeling now. They're excited. You got Samsonov who's playing well. All the boys are playing well. Hall's still not in the lineup as of practice today, which is fucking tremendous. Uh, it really it's just all positive things in Leafs Nation. Now, Florida, they deserve to be here. They're good enough. They're all around. They're good offensively, defensively. Bobrovsky's back on the case, as Dane said. Paul Maurice, the smart coach, do not take these guys lightly, like I said. But I got to say, the Leafs in six. It's going to be another six. They're going to win it on the road again. Um, then the Game 7 Dragon Slayer is not going to be until the Stanley Cup Finals when they play the Edmonton Oilers. Okay, that's when Toronto is going to win Game 7 is against the Edmonton Oilers in that series. because That's going to go the distance because, you know, that's what everyone would want. Uh, but if that series goes to Game 7 and it's in overtime, we might need an ambulance on the <laughs> because I'm a stroke. I would – hey, we finally – we've said it on the show. We've said it a lot of different times, and there is a chance this year that that can happen, and I would love that moment in sports, to have that with you, with other friends. It's just an all-Canadian matchup, McDavid, Matthews. Like, what? Like, it, it's, it would be something tremendous, and I, I really think – we're seeing something special here at Leafs Nation. Let's uh, let's enjoy it. Uh, I don't mean to take my host hat off here and put my fan hat on, but I'm going to do it because all of Leafs Nation's in. Ev- everyone's invested, and it's a great time to watch. And these guys are balanced. And having O'Reilly play third-line center is so smart. Uh, it's Keith, there's been some bonehead moves you made with Hall playing and, and some decisions. But you know what? You actually did very well, Coach, I feel, in this series. Despite being outplayed by Tampa, I – that's where the pressure, I think, came in for Toronto, and they overcame it. And Florida's going to put up a fight, but the Cinderella story, it feels going to come to an end. It's just going to continue for Toronto because it's, it's Leafs time, baby. It's our time if you're Toronto. I'm going to talk like biz right now. It's Leafs time. Get on the bandwagon. The room is here. All these years you've been chirping us. Fuck you. Come back on the boat now and start cheering for Toronto because it's time that the Leafs are going to get what they deserve. It's been long overdue. I was 13 when they made it to the second round last time. Turning 13 years old. Okay, like that is, I saw Jeremy Roenick snipe top cheddar on Eddie Belfour. Okay, the recovering drinking uh, guy that came from Dallas over to play in Toronto and revamped his career, led Toronto a couple playoff runs. Jeremy Roenick gets the goal in overtime. Top Chet over Belfort does a little dance at the Air Canada Center. That's what it was called before. And I haven't seen the second round since, nor has anyone else who can remember that. And you know what? It's uh, it's it's long overdue. Yeah, I I agree with pretty much everything you said. There's a couple things that I just wanted to touch on. First of all, I think it's absolutely hilarious that they're trying to ban Toronto fans. And if you actually think that that's going to stop that building from being painted blue and white, you <laughs> are crazy. I think I know twenty thousand Leaf fans with Florida addresses. Well, I was just gonna say. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, uh, so I, I don't really know why they think that's going to help. Like, that is literally a state that is well known for for being a destination for Canadians. So that's not going to solve anything. The other thing that I have to say, I'm not going to get any more analysis. All I have to say is Matthew Kachuk is a sitting duck, American buck, hockey puck. I don't give a fuck. Leafs in five, baby. Let's go. Are you kidding me? Leafs in five. Love That's it. a hot take. Love it. There we go. Love it. It's happening. 
Yeah, I mean, that's all I have to and, and Toronto just fucking swept Vegas in Florida. Like, get it over with. Let's move on. Just do it. Let's get to the second round unscathed, boys. No injuries. Just get out of there. We're we're gonna. I'm sorry. Start Paint the, the entire state blue, baby. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I'd love to clear out two Florida teams. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, that'd be just great. It's just what a time in this playoff. If you said you thought this is the way the playoffs were gonna go. I want you on this podcast because 95% of people do not do not predict the playoffs go this way. I predict Tampa or Toronto over Tampa. No one believed Florida over Boston. Like none of that was supposed to happen, and it did. And just because it did doesn't make Toronto's path easier. It doesn't. It truly doesn't. But you know what? Let's fucking be a little conceited, a little extra. Usually, Leaf fans are like, oh, yeah, 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 we're getting that. We're doing no. This is this is time. An All Canadian final is happening this year. The world is fucking full turnaround. Okay, shit's happening. It is time to see an all-Canadian final, and it's going to happen. I'm telling you right now it's going to happen. So, Dane, you prep that stash. Avery, you prep your hair and stash because there's going to be fucking streams inside the T-Jam area, and we're going to be watching Leafs and Oilers in the next couple weeks going for the Stanley Cup. Battered, bruised, Skinner's out, Campbell's in. That's what's going to be happening because you know what? That's the storyline. That needs to be the storyline. Toronto probably needs to beat up on Freddie Anderson in the next round, even though I didn't predict that's who they'd play. But they probably have to beat up on him in the next round. And then they got to go play Hyman. They got to go play Cody Cece. They got to go play Jack Campbell because Stuart Skinner is going to get the pulled groin. Sorry, I hope not, Dane. Hope for your sake not. I just would love Campbell against the Leafs in the Stanley Cup final. That would just be a great storyline. Yeah, watch from the fucking bench. <laughs> Yeah, I'm for relief if we need him. <laughs> I don't need the stress of Jack Campbell being in that. <laughs> Dave, you know exactly what he's talking about, and he's not wrong. No, no, he's not. Imagine Matthews with Jack Campbell. I don't feel like Jack Campbell. I, I think a big storyline there also, though, If it, sorry for, for kind of interrupting you there, but wouldn't McDavid playing in Toronto in his hometown for a Stanley Cup be a hell of a storyline there? Oh, the money. The money, <laughs> the stories, the memories, everything, win or lose. It's just like that will never happen again in a long time. Like if the Leafs and Oilers get there against each other, as, as good as they are, I understand. Yeah, if the Leafs win or lose, like, they can get there next year. Same with the Oilers, win, win or lose, they can get there. But it is when's the last time you saw an all-Canadian matchup? 1986. That was the Flames and Oilers, right? No. no. Yeah, that was a Flames. No, it wasn't. I don't think so. Flames and Oilers. Oh, no, you don't know. What am I t- yeah, you're right. What am I talking about? So, yeah, get my logistics here. Jesus. Yeah, how? One second. Stand by one. <laughs> Stand by one. But point is, it's been a long time. And it's rare. It's no, it's 1986. And you, you just don't see it a lot. And it's time that we do see it. And this is the year. This is the fucking year. Yeah. Canada deserves it. I think the country shuts down for a week, but hey, I'm okay with it. Two weeks, but hey, holidays. Listen, I, I make that a holiday. <laughs> make it a seriously, holiday. seriously. We can't. I, I yeah. I, I'm. I might go sleep under a bridge in Toronto. I think that'll be the only hotel available. It is Montreal, Calgary, '86. Montreal won it that year, I believe. Yeah. Well, Calgary doesn't have a cup, do they? Yeah, yeah they won in 1989. They do they beat, in '89? Forget who they beat that year. Now it doesn't matter. I know people are going to comment, maybe chirp me for it, but it's fine. But yeah, that's the hot take. I, I, we, 
we we're gonna see some exciting second round matchups, and it all and it all starts tomorrow as puck drop, man. It's exciting. Yeah, I, I'm super excited. Uh, do you gentlemen have anything else to get off your chest today, or uh, or are we are we ready to to send her off? Daryl Sutter got fired today, and I love the agony and pain that all Flames Nation is in because I'm just bitter. Uh, the Flames beat the Canadians in 89. I had to make sure I did that. I did research it because I don't want to look like an idiot. <laughs> so it's 89. 89. There we go. Last time. But other things to add, no, I think uh, the only thing that I'll add is from a game sports show perspective, uh, we have Alex Bolduke's uh, special edition coming up this week. It's been long overdue there. I want to say thanks to Alex Flood for his uh, editing. There's been a lot of things he's had to do, schedule conflicts. Uh, there's also going to be a game sports show podcast this week. Uh, T-Gem has introduced a new pro- uh, content provider, the Average Jocks Podcast with Joel Camp, who's a previous guest in the Game Sports Show Podcast. Check that out. Recent upload of Full Time, which just uploaded uh, just 24 hours ago, as well as the Bitter Rivals Podcast. There's one half of the fellows just on this panel hosting this edition. Check that out. Um, there will be a name name change to T-Gem. I said I would announce it. It is. I know what the name is going to be. These guys also know what the name is going to be, uh, but I will not be announcing it until after May Long Weekend because it's going to come with a new logo. Fun fact. And T-Gem will have a new name, but it's the same thing. It's all the same, the same everything that we do. We're just simply changing our name and improving it to something else to differentiate the game sports show from the game entertainment and media. We felt they needed an updated name for a little bit of fresh, a little bit of freshness given a lot of new initiatives having this year. So that's all I had from uh, a marketing and clip perspective there. Avery, I'll let you close out. Okay, fantastic. Well, I am Avery Roche along with Dane Hantrow and David McKegg Jr. Thank you to the sponsors of this episode, which are Flawless Roofing and the Sports Displays once, displays once again. Uh, give us a follow, cl- uh, click, like, subscribe everywhere. We always appreciate it. It helps. goes a long way. Uh, Thank you for listening to this episode of Top Shelf, and we will talk to you next time.